way back in the early 20-teens, a city fella from Minnesota and a wannabe cowpuncher from small-town Iowa came together to swap tall tales over the airwaves. They made lots of friends along the way, but even more enemies. By chance, they made acquaintance with a sodbuster from over the other side of the county, who felt obliged to butt in on their little show and give them the what-fors from time to time. After nigh on a decade of pointless blathering, one thing led to another, and they were unceremoniously tossed out on their ear from their little radio show. Eventually, this ragtag group found their way back together and decided to start a little podcast we like to call Dutch by Association. Like, like the other mic was too highbrow. Like now it's getting back to the roots of, of what we what we do here. I just felt when I listened to the last episode, it was more the Wayne show because of the audio quality you, you had while me and Mitch were just in the background. Okay. Yeah, it sounded like we phoned in. Well, <laughs> you, you do do that most of the time, so... <laughs> I mean, I'm just what are we about? just saying. Uh, I'm no, I'm just busy eating pretzels over here, derp. And welcome to episode number. Crap! Uh, I should have looked that up because I think that's two episodes well, ago. That paper forty-eight. Says four, yeah, I don't know that it's never right on the paper. Speaking of phoning it in, who's running this show? I well, I just I'm just the guy with the microphone, so don't and look the at the laptop. Me. You're right, and you're the, the studio engineer, right? Yes. Episode right. forty-seven of Dutch by Association. No, that doesn't no. sound right. No, the, the last no? episode was forty-seven. Oh, or was it? Well, hell, twelve oh eight. No, it says yeah, sh- I bet. It says show forty-six, low rent Hooters. All right, forty-seven. Okay. It is. Well, well you guys got to remember. Thanks for we that. had that one episode that never happened. Oh, so yeah, that's that, what that, that, that's yeah. what throws you off because we have the one that shan't be aired. Speaking of which, yeah, so update time. It's like a week after we have Laura on the program oh, yeah. and we get the text message. And poor Laura, who's just she's been a good sport about this whole thing this whole time. And uh, she we now that I think about it, we never did ask her about her. Uh, Michigan trip if she found her Christmas tree True salesman love. or whatever, but I'm guessing it she didn't. But she says, yeah, and then much <laughs> much to my surprise, uh, my boss walks in, i.e. the president of Dort, College, Dort University. Good catch. He says, and I uh, should find the text to see the exact verbiage because it, it was funny because mitch and i were actually like sitting across the table from each other it was like an after ema deal when when we had gotten the text message so we like both our phones vibrated and we looked down and then we look at each other like oh, oh no it's such a big deal she called him they um <laughs> yeah right yeah so she yeah she says so i had a surprise guest in my office today they told me that they listened to the podcast or it's president eric hookstra to which uh, Mitch said, well, I hope your resume is up to date. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she's still employed by Dort. Uh, as far as I know, I've not heard different. Might have been demoted. Well, she says, quote, I almost shit a brick. 
but he said he thought it was hilarious and loved listening. Your audience demographic is expanding. And then Aaron goes on to uh, figure out pronouns and what this, whatnot. And well, she, she said, said they. So I said, well, who else? Who else is listening? Oh, well, no, just one person. Oh, and oh, then, um, right. yeah, okay. she also says that uh, Mike Biker is a listener, my old buddy from back in Radio Day. Mike Biker is the sports information director for Door College University, University. and um, was the sports director at KIWA shortly before I got there. It wasn't too long before I got there that he had quit and found a place that would give his... Well, or give his kids free college, whatever, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you do you, but you do you is a plus. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it's, it's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. You know, they only pay 80%. (laughs) That's what I was told. But you know what's sad? What's sad is that they like, they discontinued their radio station. Right. So then now that's kind of a, that, that actually like legit made me sad because not that it was a a you know something that everyone or anyone would or should aspire to but it was oh you know high praise wow well so like on the sports side yes that makes sense but as far as like hey it's half past the hour you listen in the waiting bar here is a little bit of hoopa stank like you know those days are dead at least i hope so because they sucked but um, so you're saying it's better for the students of Dort that they're not being trapped into the dead end path of uh, radio. radio. That there's probably some truth <laughs> to that. Because right, because well, my enough. my college had it figured out and they had it figured out good. Uh, there was a certain uh, day like it, it, if you went up until like X day, you could still have your tuition back. So. In the, in those like initial day, I want to say it was like might even have been a month, like a month. You, it was front loaded with all the like the fun stuff that people have done, famous alums. You know, you go through some of the uh, like uh, the the gen, quote unquote generals you have to take. And then, did you know Ronald Reagan started out on the radio? <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you know, you know what their big claim to fame was, Orion Samuels. Oh really? Yes. Old Orion was a was a well, brown he, grad. He didn't leave a lot of room for anybody else. He stayed on the radio for eighty flipping years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, someday if he dies, you could be the next Orion Samuelson. Well, yeah. One of you, maybe. <laughs> well, I, Max Armstrong, I think, took that over, and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, then then it, like the next day after you know the 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 dropout day, it's like okay, so um, let's talk salaries so most of you will be making uh, a minimum wage or below yes they can do that because you get paid in concert tickets so uh good but luck the good news is you don't get paid overtime either mm-hmm. that's right because you're not actually working you're more of a slave so <laughs> but all the records you can eat and when you go grocery shopping people will say oh, is that you on the radio and that is Better that will cash. that will certainly help you pay your mortgage mm-hmm. i remember the old uh <laughs> the old joke it was what's the difference between a radio dj and a uh, large pizza a large pizza can feed a family of four <laughs> heard that one a lot so yeah it's good and and people you know 
people instantly assume that like just because you're on the radio like you must be making money because, because so many people know you correct yep. yep so you must be paid extremely well and i remember like like poor larry was uh larry aarons who's a sports director at kiwa wonderful human being um when he first started he was uh like working night stock at high V. so then people come in and be like you're la and you're here yeah um now that's special not, that's spe- not how la would say it oh indeed <laughs> special <laughs> on yams i was gonna say did they get him on the pa to announce the specials because that would have been really good so yeah i I, you know, there. I'm sure you have this too. That there are days where you actually miss the active radio, and then I guess that's that. That is why we we do what we do here. But oh my gosh, you never had to do it as a career, right? Mine was just a bonus thing that helped pay for farm fun. But you, of course, and I'm sure everybody knows the story. But yeah, when Aaron got started, he didn't get paid for the first three months, except for like some uh, mozz- mozzarella Jay's. sticks at Jay's Restaurant yep. and Lounge in Sanborn, and a couple of watered down. Did you uh, get a 1099 for those? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully not. I I pro- they probably tried to send me one, and the account was like, "It's not even 600 bucks. What are we sending this out for?" It's hardly 60. <laughs> Well, you know, he he deserves well, that, to be punished. I mean, he deserves uh, to 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 pay his his fair share. That reminds me of when I when I worked at uh, John Deere the first time. Uh, they, they had like a contest to who could sell the most extended warranties on tractor or whatever. And if if you won or if you qualified, you got so many. You got a office chair like a John Deere leather office chair, Ooh. and then so many more. And you got a, a John Deere leather jacket. Oh man, yes! I, I like how this is well, akin to like Marlboro Miles. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get my sweet Marlboro leather jacket. <laughs> well, I shopped out of the Marlboro Miles catalog as a kid, so it was exciting to me. Um, but Dad, we're twenty miles short. Guess what? I just broke a window. You son of a. But but I ended up I ended up uh, making uh, both goals on that, and I ended up by the time I qualified for the leather jacket, they're like, "Well, we have a medium left." I'm like, "Well, I'm uh, XL or two XL, depending on the brand of jacket." Well, you'll take a medium, and then so I got a jacket that I couldn't even wear, and then at the end of the year, I got a flipping ten ninety nine for the wow. full retail price of both items. Wow! And mind you, as a as an employee. I could have bought them at cost. Sure. So I figured up what it cost me in taxes. I would have been better off just buying the stuff myself <laughs> than winning them in the damn contest. So and and so that wasn't enough to deter you the first time. You went back a second time oh, yeah. to go work there. Except, except he didn't care to sell extended warranties True. the next time he went. True. You guys, you guys both are kind of kindred spirits with your extended warranty. Uh, oh, what? escapades when i was at sears that was a huge thing you got to sell the the product protection plans and you and so then they would hang it up on the hallway you walk through to get to the floor from the employee lounge and mine i didn't sell a single one the entire time because it was a screw job (laughs) right well i gotta say on a tractor it's normally a pretty good deal like at that time you could get a five-year engine and powertrain warranty for like a thousand dollars on a two hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollar item with an yeah. engine that costs forty grand, it's like, well, that's that makes sense. Yeah, but on your forty five dollar drill, why are you paying me twenty dollars for a product for a PPP? <laughs> and I got hauled into the office multiple times. 
You, you got to be selling these. You got to be selling these. Okay. I'll try better next time. Uh, do these come with any sort of warranty? No. No. <laughs> no, you're good. You're fine. Just, just go. You know, if you're paying full price, you're already paying too much anyway. Well, those were the days. That that was the only job I ever had that was commission-based. That That's interesting because that drives you to want to sell things that maybe this lady really doesn't need, that she's here to buy her Christmas present for her husband. You know, should I get this? No, your husband wants the better one that costs twice as much. Don't you love your husband? Prove right. how much you love by the dollar amount at the bottom. Yep. And then they held my check because uh, I quit at the first of the year. They held my they held my check so that way they could take all the returns from Christmas. They could take those commissions back out of my check, which was a thing. And is that and is that the one you never picked up and then ended the up? Never, yeah, I never got it back. Oh, and so then you're on the treasure did, hunt thing. Yeah, I'm on the treasure hunt. And there's only one Aaron Alonzo in all of North America. There's probably only one in the whole world. And the state of Iowa isn't quite sure I'm who I am. <laughs> I've tried multiple know. times. We're not going to give this $21 to just anybody. Right. It's who not even that much money. <laughs> You've got to send in 14 different forms of identifications. Okay. No, it's, I've tried, can't get it. I've given up. So pretty soon it'll roll out again and 18 people will text me. I saw your name on the great Iowa treasure hunt. I see mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. Commission for the birds. Now I'm trying to think like. Do I have employees that have uncashed paychecks? And what is my responsibility for that? Am I supposed to, How like... Would you, don't you balance your checkbook? What? Yes, Aaron. Come on, man. You I'm, would know that. I'm, yes, I, of course I know that. And I know that I do have employees oh, that oh, have... Oh, 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 it's yeah, not a what trying if. Trying to speak hypothetically. <laughs> Way to read between the lines there, jackass. None, none of your guys listen to this show. That's true. They don't. They, they get enough of me... Um, we don't need to listen to him after work. That's right. It's bad enough. I got to do it while he, you know, he's paying me. But um, you sound like crap there, buddy. Me? No. Can you hear it through the microphone? <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, yeah. Sounds been, like you got a clothespin on your nose. I've been battling a little illness at our house. Called COVID. No. Oh, it's influenza. Influenza A, according to the, the test reports. my son took. And then I'm assuming I have the same thing. You're assuming. Well, I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> did your you stay, wife is. Did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express here recently? <laughs> <laughs> we had the same symptoms, and when we were oh, same we were, symptoms. Well, we, uh, we, we, runny we were, nose, cough, fever. We were out of town all weekend, and he and I shared the hotel bed. So I'm assuming whatever he had, I got. Not to mention that you work with people as your occupation. And you're no longer working with just good farmers that have, uh, you know, have gotten their hands dirty, so therefore have heightened immune systems. You are now working with the general public at large that some just have never been outside and never, uh, you know, experienced life without hand sanitizer, so have no antibodies whatsoever. You so might as I you might as well be at the first day of school as a kindergartner. You are just walking into a petri dish. <laughs> Probably. I don't have COVID, though. <laughs> oh, okay. So so is this the make-believe land of if we say things, it must be true? No, he said his beer tasted horrible. He wouldn't have been able to say that. Mm. So, yeah. so last <laughs> night we had our first 2022 Bibles and Beer men's Bible study. And 
uh, we had gotten a beard like three or four months ago that was awful, 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 awful. What was it? It was it had a picture of a Labrador on it. It it had some chocolate and oh, it, yeah. it was not good. Anyways, one of the guys reminded us that well, I drank my can of beer just fine, but I I had just recovered from COVID and still hadn't gotten my taste back. So <laughs> <laughs> so they they made him drink his beer. Because you had to experience just because there was plenty left. Nobody nobody <laughs> wanted to finish it. So you have like a, a communal fridge like what we have here. That yes. Yep. And it's stocked. And every time we get together, we have a different one that we hand out. And the one that got handed out in like October or November hasn't been touched since. Just still sitting there. It, it gets better with age, maybe. <laughs> so COVID is like a gift. It allows you to drink all the beer in your fridge that you think tastes tor- uh, horrible because you can't taste it anyhow. Yeah, we've got we've got quite a selection that we have to burn through. Yeah, we do. We still have some uh, beer brewed in Mexico that needs to be finished. Yeah, that we've been on for like three months now. Well, somebody uh, was thank generous you. enough to Th- gift us a bunch of Mexican beer. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, which I like, <laughs> but it was a lot. Like one or two. It was a lot. Like a quarter. Yeah. It's probably 70 bottles. Yeah, yeah probably right. I can't imagine what they paid. <laughs> anyway, I am drinking the beer that our good buddy Andy brought. Yes. He remembered from like June or whatever it was that, yep. oh, yeah, I need to bring you guys beer, don't I? He's texted me probably four times saying, I'm going to get to town here, I think, today. What kind of beer do you guys like again? And then about a month later, I'm going to get to town. <laughs> Should be today. <laughs> And then he texted me like uh, a week ago and or two weeks ago, said the same thing. And I told him, gave him some ideas and he delivered. Yeah. And, and I was, I felt kind of bad too. Cause I was, I was like busy as, as crap. And I was like kind of going back and forth between the back room and, and my office. And then I saw him at, well, first I heard the clanking of bottles. And so it's like, for me, that's like that Pavlonian response. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, I guess I mean, I'm done working for the day. I mean, it's, it's five o'clock. It's ten a.m. on a Wednesday, but hmm. Okay, I guess we're going uh, Irish on this. So then, uh, walk out, and he's like, "Yeah, I owe you beer from June." And I'm just looking at him, and I'm sure I had this like big stupid <laughs> like, "Who the hell are you, and what are you talking about?" Because I was definitely not thinking of you know Andy getting, and then. Uh, Where's your strawberry hat? Right? Yeah. You sat not, right across from him for like an hour. I know, but I'm, who's thinking strawberries in the middle of January? I mean, so it just it just only it the was, gettings. It, well, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, I mean, it, but it wasn't it wasn't on my mind. So he's like, uh, Andy, strawberry. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. And like, oh, and I feel bad too. It was like, gosh, I, you know, uh, wow. Well, I've I've you only big timed him. <sighs> Yeah, him and Denny. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he got a habit of that. At least he Apparently didn't accuse so. you of being a liar. That's good. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Only if you said you knew who he was, then you would have been lying. True. Yeah, that. But you put it all together. I did. And I let Andy know that you put it all together. Yeah, well, and then I saved myself because then I had a conversation with him just so that he knew, like, and it was only things that he would know and you would mm. know than mm. I would know. So it wasn't like a, so how are things on Polk Avenue? 
about three and a quarter miles north, <laughs> it looks. No, I'm, I made it a point because, yeah. Oh, God, I feel dumb, though. So dumb. But what do you do? You were you weren't thinking that Andy was coming in. I was not, and yeah, it was it, it totally threw me for a loop. And then I had a it, it was a it was a difficult like week because I had two people kind of quit the same day, so it was it made for an interesting. Uh, so what'd you do? Well, I like to, to make him quit. quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember me telling the story on one of these podcasts here prior about how good of an employer that I am, that I've got this one employee that is really only has probably missed at least 30% of their time here. Mm-hmm. So she heard you talking smack about her. Uh, well, it had not identified her as a her, but thanks. For yeah, that. actually. Yeah, you did. I don't think that I did. No, you did. Because when I listened to it with my wife, she's like, well, now everyone knows exactly who you were talking about. Cause you said her. He could have multiple female employees here. That's very common to have girls that game all day and don't. <laughs> you're, not help, you're not helping. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she was, she had battled. Well, you already said she, so when we were not going to. You gonna, did. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to put the toothpaste back in the tube. So she had. Uh, gone yeah she was sick with covid and or like her kids were sick and her kids chihuahua was sick and you know some you know you just it was day after day after day after day after day after day and it was then the holidays happen and then they're still sick so finally the the all clear is sounded and she can come back to work and i think she was back for a day and i don't even think it was a full day and her grandmother was in poor health. And then she like literally just ran out of here crying like, okay. Uh, listen to your grandmother pass. Cause you know, she had said that she was like on hospice care and stuff. So it was like an any minute thing. Like, well, no, she didn't. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, you know, I wasn't going to pry. I was just like, whatever. Be with your grandma. Do what you got to do. So that was an entire week. And then I, I think she had passed on like a Saturday or Sunday or something. I didn't hear a word. I'm just picking up like context clues from Facebook. So then Monday, she's not back. Then Tuesday, she's not back. Finally, Wednesday, I'm like, so do you work here anymore or what's the deal? Well, actually. Well, actually was exactly what, <laughs> what followed. I don't. <laughs> I thought you'd have figured it out by now, but... You know, the oh, yeah. other day I was in I was in Hy-Vee and I was wearing you know the uniform from this <laughs> other place. company. And you yeah, didn't, you didn't even recognize me. <laughs> I thought you just shopped at the village. <laughs> I thought I thought that was good enough to tell you I had moved on, but now she said that uh, she had gotten a call back on a job she had called about several months ago, and. That's the end of it. And I said, well, thanks for, you know, the heads up. Have a good day. And then like this, that afternoon, I get uh, my one of my employees or two of my employees in my office. And we're going over logistical things with jobs coming up and so on and so forth. 
and then the one leaves, and then the other one gets up and shuts the door and sits down. Oh, no. This is also why I do. This is why I never go anywhere with only one employee. (laughs) You always go somewhere with two. (laughs) That's a good point. Because when you're in the truck alone with one of them, troubles are brewing. That's a good point. I was thinking, boss. (laughs) Since I got you. Oh, man. There's nowhere to let me off. <laughs> Captive audience. So so this one's going after possibly the biggest technology market there is. Uh, Melvin. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't think that that's exactly what the case is. But well, he yeah. lives in Melvin and he's going to start a computer repair place, right? I don't think it's a computer repair place. Um, well, so he said that he's going to start his own thing. He's going to, or no, he's going to do his own thing. And that this was two weeks notice. And I, so of course, you know, I ask, well, what are you, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do my own uh, like computer thing. Okay. So uh, did you toss him out right then and there? Well, no, I said, so. A lot of it, proprietary it, information. If you're going to. Security, security. <laughs> Come in. Well, Escort no. this man out of the building. <laughs> no, the, the first thing I said was, well, okay, if you're. If you're going to be starting something, like, there's no clear-cut deadline, could you maybe give me more than two weeks? Like, you know, anything more than two weeks? And he says, well, you know, I think two weeks is is pretty fair, you know. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, when I, when I leave jobs, they just throw me out. <laughs> okay, well, two weeks it is. And then he was, like, super secretive about what he's going to go do. And, you know, like I went and talked with it's none of your business. Well, sure. And that's fine. <laughs> I, I guess like like when I I just remember, like when I went to go start this business, right? Like I told Walt exactly what I was doing. I'm going to open up a shop that's going to do this. It's going to be located here. Uh, you know, like I ran the whole thing down because I, I cared. Like I respected him. And then part of me was like, hey, look at me. I'm a little boy. I'm growing up. Me. Um. Little did you know <laughs> that I was, dad was just, not proud of you. He was not proud of me. He wanted dad. Dad wanted to hit my bash my face in with a shovel after saying that because it was a personal affront. And I, I, I'll admit, because there was it, there were a couple of uh, you know I did feel a couple of parallels there too, because oh that thing it made a, its appearance this week off. again. My bad. And just wait for it. the ghost of uh, of employees past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're cheap. You're so, cheap. <laughs> so Pay more money. So do you? You still haven't figured out what exactly? I, I have. Uh, like maybe he, maybe his Ethereum or whatever finally hit big. No, oh, wait, no, that all tanked. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Uh, it just saw a bit, Bitcoin down to forty thousand dollars. A Bitcoin, it was up like almost over. It was over sixty thousand, I think, a couple weeks ago. Anyway, uh, no, I, I think he's doing something with like building machines for people and three uh, D printing and some other thing. And, and it's fine. Like I wish him well. I really do. And I told him that. I just I don't get the whole like. Well, no, don't don't tell him. Don't let him know. And so it it, it was kind of weird because he told like. Uh, one of my main guys, like the the head of our install team. And so I was having lunch with him the other day. And, 
he's like, well, boss, uh, you know, he asked me not to, to say anything. Oh, who do you work for? <laughs> okay, okay, I know I'm cheap. Will you stop? Furnace. What are we going to do? We still right. have to... Hey, dealer meetings next week. I'll put some pressure on for a new heating cooling system. Here awesome. For, uh, there we go. Let's get that mini split. A uh, sponsorship. There you go. We're, uh, we'll, we'll go back to that. So <laughs> he's like, well, you know, boss, he, he really asked that I keep it a secret. Don't care. And I was like, dude, I don't care. I really don't. Um, but I need to know. All I asked him, <laughs> I said, will I be pissed because, you know, like, is he a, going to be a direct competitor for super high tech? And he said, no, said, then I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's kind of weird that he doesn't say anything about it, but I, as long as it's not like, you know, he's going to open up a super, super high tech across the street or something. I don't care. Yeah. Let's or go try to poach a client or something. Right. Away. Yep. Yeah. So that was, uh, I won't say that I felt good because I didn't feel good, but I felt, better than i thought i would and i i was talking you know i was having a beer in my office because it was that kind of day and i was talking to my business partner john and i said you know you know explaining to him all what's going on he says you know three four years ago this would have like crippled our psyche we would have been like oh my god what are we gonna do now it's just like oh so it's a thursday all right wake up tomorrow and we'll try it again so it was a, an interesting uh, kind of a, a rite of passage, I guess, that you just, you're able to... Employees are no longer people. They're numbers now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. They come and they go. You know what? At the corporate behemoth known as super high tech. <laughs> Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. <laughs> But I I do remember because you know again you know, there are a lot of parallels with with Walt and the radio station and you know I I started there when I was nineteen and then you know well, so did, did it affect you at all that I called you Walt for the way you were reacting because I don't think you ever say anything back to that I thought maybe you like paused for a minute like <laughs> really reflect oh you're no. right I am kind of being like Walt <laughs> no it was. I, there might and have, I know you were just venting to us, but I, I still, was. But there, there, there might have been a little bit of internal, um, of uh, you know, contemplation on that, because I remember being in Walt's office one day. Just remember, Wayne. Just remember, everyone's replaceable. You're replaceable. I'm replaceable. Everyone's replaceable. Just remember that. Good All pep right, talk, Coach. Thanks. Right. All right. Yes. I really got a pop. How come nobody's got any loyalty anymore? (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, you're paying minimum wage. What? What? What do you want? Government says it's enough for you. It's enough for you. (laughs) (laughs) How do we get here? You guys just let me uh, drive the train, and 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 there was not really any structure beneath it. Okay, well, now if we're singing Soul Asylum, that's really our cue (laughs) to stop, recollect, and back with segment two next. We would all stop. What? What? What do you want? What are you trying to do? Mitch does have a, a very defined guffaw. Like your your laughter, it's just it's very loud. It's, it's like boisterous. When your laughter starts, it's this. 
That's ow. Just, <laughs> ow. Yeah, it's just pow. And it's a good laughter. I ain't saying it's a bad one. Well, it just feel, hurt. It really hurt. I feel attacked. Well, I, your your eye twitch would <laughs> would designate that, yes. I, I, I couldn't even feel it. My eye was twitching. So It's because you were so filled with rage that you're... No, it's because I'm you, on a drug you, cocktail, probably, <laughs> to try to stave off a little day my non-COVID symptoms. So a you... Sudafed. Yeah, just... Did you get behind-the-counter stuff? Like, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I, Wyatt, I need you to go in this time because <laughs> I went in and Greta went in a little bit later, but I need you to get this bunch. The only thing that works for me is uh, Mucinex D, which is what you use the, to make meth, you know. So oh, I got to. It? Well, it's one, you know, it's got pseudo effect. Pseudo effect, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you got to give your ID. And I always feel like, I wonder what the threshold is because every time. It doesn't matter if I have allergies or a cold or whatever. I go in and stock up on it. And you I'm ever like, think that maybe I you're, if I, you've got a slight, slight the, addiction there? No, it's not that often. It's like three times a year, but I usually oh, oh, buy no, a couple boxes of it. And then I'm thinking, I don't know what the threshold is to when like the Iowa Narcotics Division comes banging <laughs> on your door. And I suppose not that it, I have anything to worry about, but a, I don't really want that that's probably not going a, around the neighborhood. Not a question in, you're supposed to ask. Like, so how many can I legally of these can I legally buy? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I, I should Google back? that. You know, I'll <laughs> right. end up on a, some sort yeah, of yeah, it'd list. be a list. Yep. <laughs> well, you're probably gonna be on a list because you uh, spent time in Minneapolis this weekend or what last weekend. What kind of list would I be on? Ah, uh, you probably known agitators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we were protesting downtown. I'm sure no. you were. <laughs> we we commemorating were, something. Why'd you go? Um, because the kids had Friday off of school and we wanted okay. to just get out of town for the weekend. And so you chose Minneapolis. Yeah. What's wrong with Minneapolis? Well, I guess you wanted some excitement, huh? There, there was no excitement. Get down! Get down! Oh, God. You sound like my dad. Before we left, he's like, Yo, I was talking to your uncle. My uncle used to live in the Twin Cities. Yeah, he uh, just, I guess, call me if you need a ride home because you got carjacked. I was like, what? He's like, well, everybody that goes there, their car gets stolen. <laughs> It's like oh come a half a million on. people He's visit like, well, Minneapolis a year. And yeah, two hundred fifty thousand of them go home carless. <laughs> I, I'm just envisioning. And he was exaggerating. He was trying to be funny. I, I'm just envisioning that like, you got to be careful up there. You know how many there are. I was like, yeah, I th- I think I'll be fine, Dad. At we we stayed right by the Mall of America, so probably the most boring suburban place in the world. I don't think that's the epicenter of carjacking. So you stayed. Uh, at the embassy suites by the by the Mall of America, yeah. by the airport. Mall so uh, I think I stayed in that exact same hotel the last time we were there. Did I have the rooms on the corners where you had the corner windows that looked out, and then like two elevators that were like clear glass yeah. that went all the way that down? Embassy suites are always kind of that way. Yeah, yeah, that place was. Uh, I waited for a Papa John's pizza for over an hour because I did not know. That there are two embassy suites within six blocks of each other. <laughs> so I go, you know, I had a, we had a great time. It was, uh, was it Thanksgiving? I forget exactly. I think it was Thanksgiving we went up there. And um, wife and I are staying at the hotel. Ava's staying with grandma. And I, you know, I got buddies up there, obviously. So um, like, oh, God, we got Uber. Mm-hmm. We can Uber. So we Uber to Egan, my hometown. And, um, we went to this bar and we had a few drinks and just having a good time. And um, 
the, now the, my wall has COVID. Uh, <laughs> then, Sorry. I, I'm a loud sneezer. So then, of course, you know, you get you're just you're allowed everything, Mitch. <laughs> Man, that that's bad coming from you. Amen. Um, then, yeah, we got back to the hotel. I'm like, oh, we can get Papa John's delivered. Oh, they better have garlic butter. Heck yes. <laughs> garlic butter shots for everyone. Oh. Woo. My channeling like your college years or what? <laughs> but no, the garlic butter was a uh, a big reason why we. Oh man! Anyway, I'm fat kid dreams who haven't had uh, but, supper yet. So you were several drinks in and anticipating pizza and yes, it was at the and, wrong hotel. And I, sat, you know, some drunk guy at that hotel was just yes, I'm Wayne. <laughs> no, no, because like the dude finally showed up with a cold pizza like at like two fifteen a.m. Like the restaurant had already closed and like the guy was. I mean, he was a super cool guy. Like, man, I'm sorry. Like, suppose you you're out of town. You don't know that there's two of these right next to each other, and and the the deals show that you were at the one and you're at the other, and da 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 da. And and you know, you call in and be like, oh, "Where's my pizza?" It's out. Click. Okay. <laughs> See how your Yelp review goes. Well, we we had a good time. We didn't get mugged. Didn't even. Weren't Car even jacked. worried about being mugged or carjacked or anything. And we went downtown to the U. We went to a hockey game at night on a Friday night and zero Lived concern. to see tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? Uh, we were one of the few. You know, we there's bullet holes in the survivor. back of our vehicle. Yeah. But we made it out alive. Good. So. And then while you were there, you were a giant child and went and dove in headfirst into Legoland. Oh Good yeah, for you. Well, it was a lot of fun. See, you made fun of me for going to the Mall of America, but <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. For, first off, if uh, if you ever get a chance to go, it's called Flyover America, and it's like this ride thing where it's kind of like an IMAX style theater deal, and mm-hmm. then it's like you're literally flying over America. It's awesome. I just had to plug it quick. But anyway, to back to Legoland. So I hadn't been to Legoland in a long time. But they have these bins where you can like create your own characters to like you know maybe look maybe, like maybe yeah, look like yourself you get your doppelganger yeah so uh, I don't know I dug in and I think it started because I found one that the one that ended up being Aaron which was a guy with a beard and glasses and then I found a cowboy Handsome hat devil and Greta's like <laughs> it's kind oh, of kind of metrosexual that, but that's yeah. Aaron you you know. It comes, you could buy like a, they, they came in like a three pack is how you bought these. You had to pay $9 or whatever to it make three figures. She's like, you you should make figurines for the whole podcast. So I proceeded to have the whole family sitting there waiting for me for like 45 minutes while I dug through all of these bins trying to find the exact right combination of There's parts. There's got to be shorter legs in here. There's yeah, got to yes, be shorter I dug legs. forever to find the short legs for Wayne. Short which, legs which were and wearing fa- shorts. Which were a factory defect. They aren't even supposed to exist. Yeah, yeah. But you <laughs> found them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you go to our Facebook page or our Twitter, you can see a photo of the ones that, that yeah, Wayne Mitch's used creation, is not yeah. the uh, exact finished product, but it's pretty darn close. And I think what, I did, did you change? Well. Uh, you only I changed, changed my outfit. Oh. And I added the accessories. So I like knew you your, added your accessories. Guitar, yeah. And a baguette for Aaron because carbs, carbs, carbs. Yep. 
and then uh, I don't go there for the steak. For I go there for the buns. Yep. <laughs> you just, get a loaf of bread. It's just funny because <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, uh, so when Mitch was in in Minneapolis, Aaron uh, stopped by the shop here for uh, a beer refreshments, and uh, it was the the night of the snowstorm. You know, we got just the big uh, inches deluge. Schools canceled that were in session. Sheldon would have if they would have had school. Yep. <laughs> the night before. So dumb. Anyways. <laughs> and uh, uh, Aaron was tasked with, uh, I think you were like, your wife was out of town or something. Or your wife was. Uh, she was going somewhere. No, she something. was like staying in oh, Sheldon yes, the, at oh, the hotel. Yeah, overnight, they were going to go up to the lakes and stay, yeah. at, stay at a condo of a grandparent with. Because it was somebody's birthday, and all of the girls were gonna go out and go on the go out on the town. Well, then they wound up going to Brady's, and then just getting a room at the Holiday, and staying up all night long. And, and <laughs> you know what I hate about my husband? Oh yeah, that's not as bad as my husband. So. Oh, and the gas. <laughs> Let me tell you about the gas. <laughs> no, I'm sure they go around and list awesome qualities and characteristics. An entire of their butter braid. <laughs> <laughs> By himself. Yes. Every Sunday. Isn't he oh. amazing? <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's a growing boy. So I had to, I joked to Wayne that I was going to load up the rest of the kids, or all the kids, and we were just going to go down to Sioux City. I said, well, the weather gets better as you go south and east. It didn't. No, it didn't. We Then you pulled it up, and it showed. <laughs> no, that's actually the same track yeah. of the snowfall, so... Okay, scratch that idea, not going to the Texas Roadhouse, but we just talked about going. And then we pull up Twitter, and we see that it's uh, Senator Gostas Feenstra. Representative Feenstra. Uh, yes, Representative Gostas Feenstra. <laughs> and uh, where is he at? Texas the Roadhouse. Texas he didn't, didn't, He did not need a caption. Aaron's like, no. oh, he, you were the living Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> meme like yeah. of him just pointing at the screen. <laughs> I, I, rec- I recognize that background. <laughs> I know that decor. I've sat at that table. I can tell you exactly what city this is in. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of fun. So he was willing I'm, to w- risk his children's lives to get some uh, honey butter steak. buns. and mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mediocre steak. It's true. Why weren't but you? It's, but it's always mediocre all the time. I like that about like the consistency. The McDonald's and steakhouses. What a what no! A it is not. That's Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's is the McDonald's of steakhouses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Texas so, Roadhouse is certainly above. That. So it's the Hardee's of steakhouses. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's like the Culver's or the is Culver's. The Culver's? Of, it is yeah. not the Culver's. It is to the Culver's of steakhouses. Well, you've been to a bad Culver's then. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the highest rated Culver's in the in, land. In what land? The land. I don't the know. The land Sioux that matters. won like Sioux Sioux awards. It's like top five in the nation. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. They've Good got for awards. them. Good for them. Yeah. Didn't realize that was a, a thing. So where did you eat when you were up there? Did you find like a local place or did you just stick to the chain restaurant like I do? Uh, Applebee's, Applebee's, well, we, Applebee's. I get on my phone and, and I go on Google and I type in, I type in Texas Roadhouse. Wait, when, how many miles away <laughs> one is from where we are. When you're at the Mall of America, it's mainly chains and stuff. So yeah, we Bubble did a lot gut. of that. But we went to Benihana. 
Is that probably, the, the sushi place, right? Or the, well, or the like a hibachi. teppanyaki, yeah. hibachi, yeah, yeah. Japanese grill where they make it at your table. You know, your table is a big grill. And, and the guy shoots like you. shrimp in your yeah, mouth and, or whatever. And, yeah, <laughs> they didn't do that. I was hoping oh, they would. With COVID. Because I, I was like telling the kids and we were in the hotel room. I was like practicing, trying to throw food in their mouths. Like, <laughs> you got to practice. You cannot drop the yeah. shrimp. Like, I, do not I, screw I, this up for me. Right. I, I like how you're most excited about this whole trip. <laughs> you are. God bless you, Mitch. You are Clark Griswold. I, I'm envisioning you like driving through um, downtown Minneapolis. Remember that scene from uh, like yeah, vacation? He stops and asks for directions. For directions that they take his wheels. <laughs> All right, so you see, uh, you turn up here. And, uh, God bless you. You are Clark Griswold. That's that's awesome. So, all right, you were preparing your children for what's going to be the most amazing night oh, of their life. Yeah, the most exotic uh, Japanese <laughs> chain restaurant that they've ever been to. But no, it was it was really fun. I it, uh, bring your wallet because I did not know how, how expensive Benihana was because they go around and they're like, "Oh, did you want fried rice?" And I'm thinking, "Yeah, fried rice. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that must come with it." No, $6 for your little cup of fried rice, and, you know, you add that on top of, uh, you want it in the, that, you want a shrimp, right? Yeah, I yeah, Another suppose eight I bucks do. for a couple of shrimp. And, yeah. and then yeah. set seven sake bombs. No, no, I had one beer, but, yeah, that would, it's kind of expensive. Was it like a it Japanese was. beer, at least? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sapporo. Sapporo, yes, and it was. Greta had some sake, so. Did, did, she was at least fun to be around. Then. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of a bore. <laughs> Calm down, but, woman. But, you know, you think I'm lame for going to Minneapolis to be at the Mall of America? The people at our like our table with us because mm-hmm. they seat you with whoever happens to. Yeah, they fill in like a table of eight or whatever. You know? And they were there from Mississippi. It was a mom, a grandma, a daughter, and her friend, and there was for the daughter's thirteenth birthday. They all flew up to Minneapolis for the weekend to go to Benihana. To go, no, to go to the Mall of America. No, so they never like set foot outside. They went straight to the Mall of America, spent the entire weekend there, and then flew home to Mississippi. Those poor wow. people. I know. They were they were hmm. very nice, but. I thought that was odd. I would never yeah, travel obviously. to Mississippi well, to go well, to a mall. Well, you would never if you've ever been to and, Mississippi, you can understand why you want to get out. Well, and we didn't we didn't even <laughs> shop at the Mall of America. We did all the other fun stuff, the arcades and all that type of thing. Right. To go that far to buy a t shirt seemed weird, but So was this trip was this something you look forward to for a long time or is this just the last minute? You know what? Let's go. I planned it like a month ago because I thought, well, I knew the kids at school. Why didn't you bring it up to us before you went? Yeah, no kidding. It was just I didn't kind know of because afterthought. I thought I did. No, I'm. I'm you, you said it in passing, like, oh, yeah, because we were talking about the weather. And like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to Minneapolis. What? What? And yeah, and then you text me that last week, Friday, and then you're like, well, Mitch won't be able to make it. And I'm like, it's not that bad from Sibley to Sheldon. <laughs> and that's why I said you, you might have to stay at the American Inn. Right. Oh, because okay. And it's that, in Sibley. Yeah. So I was just. And then I finally yeah. put stuff together. Oh, you're up in Minneapolis. Right, right. And it, the weather was much nicer up there. Was actually. it really? Yeah. Sorry. My voice <laughs> cracked. I got a sore throat and stuff. Oh, I, I should be nicer to you. It was your birthday. You. 37. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. A little ways behind you guys, but. Whatever. I'm 38. You're 41, right? It's true. My wife turns 40 this summer. Big party time. All right. Yeah, we're going to really have a good time. So, well, quilt- the kids will at least. Qu- quilting bee? 
No, it's going to be like Barn the same raising. thing we did. Yes. Yes. Fencing. We're going to, the more people, the quicker we can get done and eat. Oh, boy. And then you're going to make your wife, like, cook the whole meal mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm thinking of doing what we did for my 40th. Oh, it was a nice time. carnival yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Have it to where you and your family and immediate friends do the least amount of work as possible. Yeah. Can we yeah. still go get the beer? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. I yeah. think we did a great job. I, I think we did, too. You guys did wonderful. I was surprised at the tastes of uh, some of your brethren, mm-hmm. who I thought were just, uh, you know, like like our people, just bush light only, like the people that we hang around. But no, they were some people like, oh, well, look at that craft beer. I guess I'll pass. Oh, no, no, that was for uh, just us. <laughs> we... Yeah, what we actually happened in was, there. <laughs> what actually happened was they looked at it and said, I didn't have to pay for any of that, and that was a buck a bottle? I'll drink that. <laughs> there are cheap stuff sensibilities there. That's Yeah, I guess that makes that's sense. why yeah. everybody went to the expensive stuff. Oh, that's good. Anything fun for your birthday? Uh, Benihana was like my birthday okay. meal, so it was fun. And your kids didn't ruin it? By, oh, they, by being unruly or no they loved it they thought it was the coolest thing ever so. nobody tried to touch the the griddle no no <laughs> no nope. i spilled a little water on it like accidentally and it went right away and they're like holy crap that is hot. i'm like yeah that's why i told you don't touch it so did they yell at you no don't touch it <laughs> we was just trying to get a shrimpy <laughs> Oh, that's good. Good time. I, that's nice that you planned your birthday party for over a month. That's good. It wasn't for my birthday. I'm not a, I'm not okay. a birthday Okay, well, your birthday was on that Sunday. Which oh, is and, when we drove home. And your wife, God bless her, she is such a planner and a, a doer and a thinker. She put out this nice happy birthday collage. Look at all the fun that my love and my joy has all accomplished over the past year. And it was like a bunch of like fun family photos doing different things. And then like the three of us and I'm all like sweaty and gross. Like, <laughs> hey, what's up? And I look like I was just practicing a nativity scene. <laughs> Why does he look like a sheep? It's a Sherpa! I don't know how to mess for dress for metal concerts. Surprise more of you aren't wearing these here. So, oh, good. Well, happy birthday, Mitch. Happy birthday, oh, big thanks, fella. Guys. We're glad that you're not dead. Keep on going, bud. Wow. High praise. Thanks, Wayne. You bet. We're back with segment three next. I guess if, yeah, that, that is motivation not to uh, not to plump like us is is to listen to us <laughs> while you're working out. But I, I also, you know, I struggle with like how you're supposed to, you know, introduce people to our podcast. Like, so uh, where do you start? You got forty something episodes, In like the twenties, just not at the beginning. <laughs> well, so, it wasn't that bad, and that's the thing. I should maybe start at the beginning and listen through them. It's I just, didn't think it was bad. We were well, just trying never, to find our way. You're never going to be able to like do it objectively, you know. You're oh, that's just, true. you're always going to have a kind of a tinted and I think view of it. With any, I don't know. I just really think that when when I look back on the recent episodes, I say, yeah, those were really good. But those are really the only ones I remember listening to. I can't tell you what anything was between five and 
or maybe even I, I two, can a little two. bit by like just the titles of the episodes it kind of will ring a bell i remember doing the um oh what was it which what one was of you was that? that was that you mitch that was mitch that was my stomach rumbling sorry <laughs> no supper for you it, yet it, no i ate everything I he does he does loud good grief i'm s- quiet <laughs> you're not um <laughs> I remember that we did that one episode that uh, was, uh, I think it was graduation related. As we go on, we remember. I thought that episode was great, like from a production standpoint, because like I mixed the song in and all this stuff, like one of the lowest rated episodes we've ever done. I don't understand Hmm. it. I don't. I don't get how the release it it again. If it's an algorithm (laughs) thing or what, or or how how, well how people are digesting. that That was pretty early on. And we've probably had some people come and go as listeners, but right? We've probably also got some people that by now that are always sure that that under understand part of the episode. what is what is coming. So that's what, why I would say our our listener count is more consistent now, right? Yeah, I, I would say it is more consistent. Um, we have weird like ebbs and flows, but w- what's interesting is that we had like this huge spike. Around Aaron's guy, JD. <laughs> oh <God>. Yeah, <laughs> and those people fell off. Those guys. people fell off. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. JD's quick. like, you gotta listen to this, and they listened to like, JD's, and we're like, oh yeah, that was really good. And then the next one went, no, that no thanks. Oh, so the next one must be really, oh, cancel, <laughs> click. <laughs> JD, anytime you want to come back, buddy. Come on, we miss you. Love to have you back. Anybody with big Twitter followings come on boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now i uh had uh i'm gonna shout out to uh kurt bosma who uh was hoping that i would uh, talk about his wife's business on the air which i won't but uh <laughs> that I, takes money i will shout out to him for playing the podcast to his children while driving down the road a lot of things. Whether, are, whether, are, are we the bad example? Whether they want to listen or not. I did get a lot of crap about, oh, Wayne's naming names. He's naming names. He's beep, beep. Mm-hmm. And, it, and yeah, the, the usual explanation is like, okay, so have you ever like had a couple of beers and thought this was really a great idea? Well, no. Not, <laughs> this I, is, I do not know what you mean. Uh I think I ended up with a girlfriend or two that way, but um, I was oh. gonna say I yeah I I never went to Budsies, so oh you don't know what you're missing. I saw more marriages begin and end on that dance floor than uh, I, I don't <laughs> including the owners. Yep, and that to the list that is very true. I I do miss Budsies though. Yeah, we would as young single guys we went to Budsies probably once a month. For, to eat, not to watch you do karaoke or whatever else you were doing. We were long in bed by the time you were doing your thing. Oh, whatever. They had they had cheap pitchers of beer, and you could bowl. You guys didn't do that. We would bowl occasionally, but we would we would get they they had a decent steak, but the, a term that lived on is budzing a steak. They had a tendency. Oh, I didn't realize it was a verb. It's a verb. You can budzy a steak, and that means you Does just, just mean turn it to the cold. ground. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> and some of them ah. where you just your knife can hardly break through the crust. Yeah, well, I very fitting that that's the way the restaurant end, ended. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was literally budzied, budzied the restaurant. Budzies. Yep. 
but that was um you know for so it, those of you that are hip now know that uh you know justin is the head chef over at brady's and uh he's he's built quite a following there Mm -hmm. but he's got his start at budsy's i hope he's not who budsied my steak well it was as a as a fry cook as (laughs) a fry cook uh, well no the funny story i don't know if i've ever told the story or not but um Justin and I went to the same school. Mm-hmm. We went to the same college. The same college that teaches radio, teaches Le Cordon Bleu, teaches private, inve- <laughs> taught private investigation. Private investigation. So who watches like a 40s uh, noir film and is like, <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going right, to help this dame find a missing husband, <laughs> see? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to be a private eye. Part of the reason why they're no longer in business, they're 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 primary. Uh, and you like photographing strangers secretly? <laughs> I then we do. have a career for you. <laughs> but it was so, uh, you know, it started out as a radio college. It was Brown Institute of Minnesota, and it was Ooh, like very this classy. prestigeous yes. place. It was downtown, and then Ivy it got, League, it got, <laughs> as Ivy League as radio gets, yeah. And then it got bought out by this uh, career education corporation sometime in the mid to late 90s. And then just got turned into a a for-profit, just uh, try to churn out all these, uh, you know, people that, you know, wait until the day after. Like if you dropped out of Trump University, I think that's where you ended up. (laughs) Yeah, that that is probably true. (laughs) Yes. So by the time we were there, or I, you know, like we, my class was there towards the end because they didn't last much longer. I'll never forget. We had this dude from Korea who really wanted to be a radio DJ, and he was never going to be an American radio DJ because you could not understand the words coming out of his mouth. But what did the administration do? Said, "Oh no, you're doing a great job. Do a good job." Blah, 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 Have blah, you blah. heard of William Hung? <laughs> That was pre-William Hung. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron has no idea. No. No, I have not heard. Like season one of American Idol. So, funny story about (laughs) William Hung. (laughs) Yes, it does exist. So, um, all right. So, I moved down. So, I I graduate from Brown. I get a job in radio in a podunk town called Sheldon, Iowa. Heard of it? Yes. You've heard the story. Um and as a misfit kid, I found other misfit kids to play with uh, eventually. And one of them, I don't know how, got William Hung's cell phone number, like right when he blew up. So we would just call him and he'd answer every time and then just get pissed. Because <laughs> you could star 69 and... Uh, yeah, star 67, right? Yeah, star 67, yes. Hide the caller ID. And it was, it was the, the Nokia cell phone days and it was... Um, yeah, we we prank called William Hung. I can I can say that I've done that. Like, I cannot. Nope, nope. You can't take that away from me. I pranked called William Hung, and he hated it. Hmm. I think we got our podcast title. <laughs> I'm glad. But uh, getting back to to Budsy's, um, I'm thinking of Brown, and I they had Justin. A, I, I told you about the fry vending machines. I've God, I'm fat. I I I just think about the food. They had a literal vending machine in their commons for fries. It literally deep fat fried 
fries while you waited and it dispensed it into a cup. In the early 2000s. In the early 2000s. No That's way. incredible. 100%. That technology was well beyond its time. Yes. Obviously came out of NASA. Yep. If I'm, I'm lying the oil about, wasn't changed frequently in the <laughs> vending machine violator. Yeah, but it was only a dollar. Oh, okay. Well, I can spend a dollar on a pop or a dollar on some hot Orita. I'm doing Orita every time. My college was was vending machine, Orita, French fries, and smoking cigarettes. That was my college experience. Hmm. So anyway, uh, thank God I and moved then on. You drove down to Sheldon, Iowa, looking in, for Paul Harvey in a Cadillac. I heard him on here, Cadillac sedan Deville. Uh, heard Paul Harvey on the radio. I thought, who's Is this Paul old guy? <laughs> He's terrible. Local. I can't like, believe I'm gonna I'm gonna do better than that man. Am I gonna take his job? Is he gonna die? I had no idea. No idea. Now I feel very foolish. But anyway, Budsy's birthplace of a lot of things. Um, first time I ever. Mostly in about uh, fourth to seventh grade now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrible, but true. That's probably right. <laughs> I once was the MC. Of a midget wrestling tournament that occurred in Jello. At Budsies. At Budsies. Yes. Where else can you say that? Nowhere. I can't believe uh, I didn't go to that. I know. Right. Well, Me too. You, you were Rock Valley, the so your, I never your nose was just straight up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally called play by play of midgets wrestling in Jello. And you ate it up because you were wrestling. I did. No, 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 no. I didn't eat any of it. Did anybody think you, you were part of the Did anybody think you were part of the show? Oh, f- <laughs> when do you get in? All right. You think somebody said that? <laughs> well, that wasn't very nice. Uh, I could I could go for some chicken fiesta waffle fries right now. Now that you mention it, gosh, that spent so much time in that place. So much time. I was. I. Uh, and you never know. get any of it back. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I, I, I lived a block and a half away, or I was two and a half blocks away, I should say. And um, when I was three twenty, and a half going home, three, yeah, probably right. <laughs> <laughs> when I was yeah twenty four, twenty five years old. Oh my goodness! Uh, they sponsored our kickball team. That was a, a championship team, but no less. Wow! Oh wow! Uh, Thought you guys would would championship kickball kickball team. team. Co-ed. So there were ladies there. Okay. I can't believe Mitch and I missed out on this. (laughs) You sound like a vampire. I can't believe we did. Uh. Wow. (laughs) I gotta gotta say, though, that has to be the most poorly planned arson of all time. It really was. It really was. During business hours at right, what, yeah. like 5 p.m.? Yes. It was a Monday, okay. so it was a notoriously slow. So they slow. were open, yeah. right? But they No, they sent everybody home <laughs> Yeah, and so, asked if anybody, as everyone was going out the door, they asked who had a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They cleared the place out at 5 p.m. Within a half hour, black smoke is billowing from it, and then the owner texts all the employees, we got to have a meeting to get our stories straight. Huh. Hmm. I don't know if you could have gone about that more poorly. That's when you really underestimate or overestimate how much water 
figuratively, your employees will carry for you. <laughs> Look, they're getting paid $5 an hour. Plus tips. Plus tips. Don't appreciate how you, you know, probably a lot of things, how you run your business. They're not going to lie on <laughs> your own. To keep you out of prison. So that you can get a big insurance check. <laughs> right. Uh, and maybe we're missing something. But I'm pretty sure that's all public record. No, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I'm not trying to... You know, it's not a. It's not an allegedly. It actually happened according to the court. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, it is. It is a matter of public record. And I remember I was supposed to DJ that Saturday. Were you sad? <laughs> well, no. I'm like, so I asked. <laughs> I, I, I still get my 200 bucks? No, no. I just said, like, <laughs> so do you still need me this weekend? Or... <laughs> And I just kind of got that look like, you're an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'll just, I just wanted to make sure. Maybe we're relocating. No, I'm hurting too now. Well, that was actually the last (laughs) time I ever did a bar gig. Really? Yeah. And I'm 100, 1000% okay with because I hate it. I shouldn't say I hate it. It didn't sound like it two minutes ago. No, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I take take that back because it just, it was different back then because, you know, I was younger, and we better looking. Yeah, um, not married. Equipment wasn't as heavy. Yes, I was married. I was married at, to, at the end. I was very, at the very end. I was married. Um, but it was also that occupation that found me my wife. So there's that. Yeah, but the ends don't justify the means. <laughs> so I've heard you say I hate. Well, you did say you hated playing there and you've told me many times you hate weddings yeah yeah and but then you miss it and you loved it no no (laughs) if i think if wayne could get rid of some particular songs like red solo cup yes i think i love it too i think you would have enjoyed djing better if you could play what you wanted to play oh my gosh please oh Yes, the worst. Red Solo Cup. No, please, please plug this in. Plug it in. No, why would I do that? Yes. You want to edit it? I don't know. You you want this? I'll try. You want this? I'll try it. Why do you hate good music? (laughs) He loves America. Do you hate America? Is that why you don't like Red Solo Cup? He'll put put a boot in your ass. It's the American (laughs) way, buddy. He will. You know, for, That's right. He said that. He for, said that right in the song. You know, for that, I'll put Dixie Chicks in, you know. Oh, oh well, we're going to get a tractor and ride over their CDs <laughs> that I already purchased. So I'm not sure what this accomplishes. Oh, that was so weird. That was such a weird deal, wasn't it? No, Seems I mean, pretty tame today. Not, God, you're not yeah, kidding. You are not kidding. Since I've retired, I have participated in a couple of weddings like on the dj front like stinos i got to help no, you with that one. well i think i was still i think you came out for that one you might you might be right yeah i might have came out retirement for that because you weren't you weren't sharp because <laughs> we made right. it halfway there and you and realized, I realized you i forgot, forgot my laptop. laptop oh my which god which had all the music on it <laughs> Yeah, we made it to like the. So what'd you do? Just like, like no. So I we I, we were at we were like Huron Lake or something, right? And then I had to turn around, oh, yes. and I met my wife at like we were, Highway Nine or yeah. the state line somewhere Which around makes in there. It sound like we shouldn't have been that far, but we were traveling at Mach One, right? Because we were Cause already were late. late. Yeah. Yes, no way. And and as as luck would have it, and had to stop every fifteen miles at a stick of bathroom because this guy's got a bladder the size of a walnut. 
It's just it's because of the time of day. Anyway, yeah, it's for a long trip. It did, and then you were like you were gonna stay the night and and party it up, and then you ended up finding your old like high school principal, principal. yeah, and then like hung out with him the whole time and drank no, water. Like and said, the last, like, oh, great. the last ten fifteen minutes I visited with him, he was good to me, and <laughs> and by that I mean. <laughs> There, I never would have made it through if it weren't for had you. Had it not been for your leniency, you know, the whiteout and the pens on the transcript thing—that was really good of you. But you know, and, uh, I'm really sorry about what I did to those magazines in the library. I still haven't lived that down. So it's yeah, I visited with them a little bit, and then yeah, I was like, Wayne, I think I'm leaving. And then I rode home with Walt Lord and Lori, Lori, yeah, who don't listen to radio when oh, driving it is and imagine <laughs> yep. so yeah you had to go yep. you had to go from wilmer minnesota home imagine driving from sheldon iowa to nashville tennessee without <laughs> radio oh my uh, god like he wouldn't allow it on yes. he doesn't turn it on he doesn't like it i don't know why it's even in there it's like distracting for him or something well, it's nobody else produced. As soon as he's out of the reach of 105.3, it's not good content. So why have it on? <laughs> Whatever. It's all syndicated content anyway. Well, <laughs> now, but back Man, then. That has to be the most boring car. Oh, ride it was awful. Oh, my God. And it was night. So you can't see anything. Right. So you don't have to like break the it day, up. You can at least be like looking at things. Well, so that was wow. your penance for, for leaving. Yep. We stayed and had a grand old time. We being me. I think the... Why didn't you try to talk me into Stan? I, why didn't I try to talk you into Sam? Because you were like trying to impress your your principal. Look at me. I'm See, I'm an upstanding uh, young man. I'm a man. successful businessman. I came with a DJ. <laughs> but I'm leaving with... I'm leaving with elderly. <laughs> so I'm... I'm just awesome. Look what, look what you helped create. Oh yeah, no good times. This feels like Seinfeld. Like this entire show has been about nothing. It's been about nothing, and we've been rambled on. And that's fine. We gotta have some parts of those. you can take out, or maybe not. I don't. I don't care. It's 48, 49? No, forty-seven, forty-eight episode. Forty-seven, forty-seven. Because the de- of the deleted one. So, yeah, this is uh, what we'll showcase to people that say, well, you know, I hear that there's an up and coming podcast that really just grasps, grasps at the mind strings of the youth. And they'll say, well, hey, yeah, I heard these grasps guys talk about the minds. I heard these guys talk about. Um, I, I don't know that I've ever heard that phrase. No, I don't think it's ever been put together before. Congratulations. You're right. What a wordsmith. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to personally thank Andy Getting for his beer and uh, Budsies so for training me. And so we recorded a little bit later, two weeks ago, and I think you Correct. released it last week. And then, yeah, you're right. You're right. It maybe came out Tuesday. Because Tuesday night there was a basketball game, and then my father-in-law and mother-in-law were there, and then my mother-in-law says, hey, we listened to your show. I was like, oh, really? And I, yep, we just pushed play and listened. And there it was. Yep. said, you, oh, you sat there like 100 years ago, the family sitting around the radio Fireside listening. chat with FDR. Yes. <laughs> 
And my mother-in-law said, "Well, I got up and did some things, but but your 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 dad-in-law sat there and listened to the whole thing." And I'm like, "Oh, the disappointment that man must have felt. This wasn't made for you. If it doesn't fit, it's because it wasn't made for you." But just remember, if there's anything that I say that you don't like, that's only a caricature. But if there's anything that I say that you that's do like, that, that that's that's real life, Aaron. Yeah. So I've got the I've got my father-in-law's preacher listening, and and I've got I've got our pastor saying I haven't heard the last one, but I'm going to have a chance to hear the next day or two. It's like <laughs> the pressure. Well, so I had uh, <sighs> I had this guy who's working out, you know, listening to the podcast. <laughs> right. And he, and, and you know, he's from pumps me up. He's he's from here originally, but doesn't live here anymore. So he's, but he knows what it's like to live around here because he's actually from Sheldon originally. And he says to me, he says, "So how do you get away with saying some of the things you say in Northwest Iowa?" And I say, "Like what? Well, just you know, um, being outlandish and talking, you know, uh, differently about." You know, maybe Sioux County and some of the things that happened there. And yeah, not say anything bad. I don't think we do either. Uh, well, I guess that's all in the well, eye of the beholder. Isn't, this isn't made for. Uh, it's not for children. School. Yeah, no. it's not for children. But but what I told him is this. You know, because I explained that we have you know all all different walks of life that listen, and I said, just imagine this podcast is like either Sunday at Wadi's. Or any time at a casino. <laughs> Everyone sees each other there. Or the mall in December on Sunday. Yeah. Right. That used to be a thing, too. Yep. Everyone, I don't see I know. you. You don't see me. Everyone yeah, sees I each other there. I've been in Rock Valley there. for three years. I know all about that. They know what's up, but they don't talk about it nope. after church on Sunday. That's. And if that's what we are, if we are the guilty pleasure, let us be Sundays at Waddy's. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. Oh, whatever. You sweat every single time. No, just lately. <laughs> just lately. You're just because you, you know who's you, listening. You want know, hundred percent. I, usually, I yeah. feel fine here, but then when people do tell me that I don't expect to talk to me, it's like when your coworker said they listen. That feeling you felt is what I feel sometimes. Like that when unexpected people yeah, that oh. say it, it, instant stomach drop. Like yeah. oh, oh crap. I mean, uh, I'm glad you like it. But okay, I didn't think I said anything bad. But what? Okay, so what does that say about this little shell that we live in? Right? Like we're, like you said, we're not saying anything that terribly outlandish. However, we are going against you know the conventional grain and or perhaps the grain oh. of our grandfathers. Right. Well, this show would not work as the morning show. Right. It would be too "quote unquote" risque. Right. Yeah, because we've you know, got kids listening uh, as they're getting ready for school, so it would have to be a little bit more. And you have advertisers that you have to keep. Happy sure. Yeah. You have to the appease them. Yep. And whereas uh, we're just there's just different expectations. You talk different with your friends than you do with grandma. Sure. Yeah. yeah it's just, and that, it's and just how that works. Oh, you're just not being true to yourself. Well, no, I just have respect for grandma. But you can't and control whether or not grandma listens. Cause, correct. Because then if grandma so listens. So now I'm sitting here with my buddies talking like I would with my buddies. And then grandma decides to listen. So so does that, does that provide like a, a, an area where you can 
have a conversation about normalizing this type of of interaction no, I think or do you just say i'm just an actor in this podcast movie thing just don't really worry me. about us no i just i do think well that- what's funny is we worry about it a little bit around like i don't really worry about it but like you say you, you kind of get a little apprehensive when somebody brings right. it up especially somebody you don't know very well sure where and, and if, someone that if, uh, has influence over maybe your business from, or whatever from yeah. minneapolis listen to my really uh you know edgy podcast they'd be like okay that's the most lame good job thing <laughs> good job mr rogers yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly so but it's fun to have these conversations where you have the you know these people that you wouldn't normally interact with be like dude yeah no i totally agree or i totally disagree and here's why you're like you're having conversations about some of this stuff that is you know because we like to care uh make caricatures of you know maybe some of the, the the culture that exists that maybe is a little bit dated you know, uh, or, or, or misconceptions about, uh, you know, people around here and that sort of thing, you know, the Sioux County thing or whatever, you know, and it's, it's fun to actually have the conversation where it's, you know, cause I've had it more than once be like, dude, yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. And like, they feel like safe saying that because we've put it out there for God and everybody. And they're like, Dude, I think that too. Like that that part's awesome. Like I, I really enjoy that. I just wonder why we can't do that more. But I guess if we can't, then let us do it. And you can sponsor us. And here's wow. <laughs> yes. We yes. we don't even have to name you. <laughs> no, we don't have to name sponsor. you. However, we've had um we're about like, you know, 25, 35% success rate with setting up uh Dutch women with other dudes so um you know we've got those sponsorship opportunities available how do you calculate that success rate uh well you know because they were together for a little while i don't know i'm not it's a proprietary formula yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) don't have to tell you nothing right it's all in the algorithm (laughs) yeah not not uh evaluated by the fda but we can um (laughs) Except your, um, and we should we should say this: we have been enjoying over the last three weeks some uh, beer that was delivered here by Jesse Grady, Grady's Construction, and Jess Equipment Sales. Yep, yep. Tim Helmers. Tim Helmers and his wife Jessica operated really good business on Third Avenue. Pretty yep. sure it is. That yep. is Third, Third, Avenue, Third Avenue, right across the street from Citizen State Bank. Yep. Great, great, and hey, not free ads to. No, no well, bank. Keep that out. It's a corner thing. So if if you're looking for something commercial kitchen wise, but even for the barbecue guy in the backyard, it's, it's a great place to stop in. Seasons, 100%. everything. And Jesse Grady Construction with his uh, crew do great work. Jesse Grady Construction and his crew literally drove past my shop one day and said, "You know your garage door is crooked." And I said, "Huh? Well, I guess it is." And then. They showed me where the uh, garage cable was frayed, and it's like, oh, well, this is going to break. And Would you like be- us to fix it, fix it for you? Okay. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Jesse so were in. they like between projects and just driving no. around town looking <laughs> no. for stuff no, no, it's wrong fu- it, with people's no, houses? No, it's <laughs> funny story because he literally thought because of how it was sitting, like because it was probably because, you know, like in the summer, you know, I'll open it up just to get air flowing or whatever. And it, the way that it was sitting, it was like cockeyed five feet up. 
So, like, even I would have to duck underneath there to get yeah. underneath. So, he thought it was, like, stuck. Oh. And, like, I couldn't get my truck out because you could see my truck inside the garage. So, then he drives over, and he, he was just, like, being a nice guy. He's like, you, everything all right with your garage? I'm like, um, well, I mean, you know, it doesn't clean itself, but, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, it's fine. He's like, no, your door. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, it's, like, halfway open and cockeyed. Well, I know it's halfway open, and well, let's go take a look at Jesse. All right, and he's yeah, he was right on the money. Yeah. I was like, oh, and he will crap. He'll I, tell you he's he is really good at garage doors. If you got garage door issues, commercial or residential, he's the man. Yeah, he so, cut in a couple doors for me on my shop. Very handy. All right, so if you want to uh, support the free speech movement in Northwest Iowa, it's <laughs> uh, mostly free. Today's episode of the DBA Pod is brought to you by Super High Tech. Woo-hoo! Why, if we don't say that, then, well, Wayne needs reimbursement for his hours upon hours of editing. Find Super High Tech in Sheldon City and Sioux Center and online at super-ht.com. And until next time, we'll see you. Chip a wand down of the big lake they called Gitchigumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy.